Welcome back, y'all. Would you like to learn how to generate funds in the online world and shift into monetization? Many of us enter the blogging and writing arena with starry eyes, loving this new creative outlet. But then later on, we realize that we actually have to pay for our newfound hobby. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Newsflash, this happens to podcasters too. Website hosting, email providers, video software, marketing fees and promo, apps and systems to make it all flow, editors, book coaches, travel expenses, and education. Pretty soon, you realize you're in the hole and all you wanted to do was write. If you're there right now or have been there, Today's episode will get your gears turning and ideas flowing for how to shift from hobby to monetization. It truly is possible. So I'm sharing the beginning stages of some of our authentic online marketing school students, their questions and observations as they enter the world of monetization. Students enter authentic online marketing school knowing They need help marketing their book, speaking platform, or product. They're searching for clarity on how to promote and sell without feeling sleazy. They need guidance for building an authentic Instagram platform and newsletter list of followers and subscribers who want their offerings. They need an email launch sequence for when they're ready to show the world their product And we provide all of this inside our school. But sometimes there is an in-between spot. We'll call it the black hole, consisting of what exactly could I sell? Services, products, or something in conjunction with my main reason for being here to fund my project. Sometimes writers enter our school just wanting to know how to write better emails, but come away with a whole new perspective and a toolbox full of ideas for monetization and ideas for future projects. But as they enter this journey, sometimes doubt creeps in, saying, who do I think I am to charge for this service or this product? And it's easy to discredit ourselves as not having enough experience or we think we need to know more or just we're feeling like we're not authentic. And (laughs) since that's what this podcast is all about, authentic online marketing, I felt this conversation needed to be shared with you because if I, as a professional, still feel this way at times, And these ladies just entering the world of online monetization are too, then probably so are you. And so here's a candid conversation with two members, Jennifer Sakata and Naomi Fada, as they share their realizations and discuss monetization possibilities. And I weigh in on my own journey from blogging, starting over on Blogspot, to releasing a book and eventually shifting into a marketing career, which I adore, to the wrestling of my spirit asking, am I good enough to charge for this? 
And now, listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. I'm thinking of another way that AOMS has equipped me. Coming to this space, I didn't think of myself much as a seller. Was this a confidence booster in what I'm writing and what I'm offering? But the monetization of what I'm writing and offering isn't something that I've had much headspace for yet. Mm-hmm. I've been published in three now compilation books, mm-hmm. but that is not a, if you will, persona that I've worn very much yet. But our conversations are continually leading to that. And that is really, ultimately, that's what I want to be able to do if I want to continue ministering and speaking it costs mm-hmm. money to be able mm-hmm. to do that. And God mm-hmm. has given me an ability to create income that will allow me to continue doing that. And I, that is a whole part of headspace that has grown for me in the, as a result of the school, thinking about how could I offer these to people in a way that further supports my ministry and calling to speak to an audience that really wants to hear what I have to offer. There is potential there. And I think that people, especially writers, don't realize they are marketing, whether Mm -hmm. they want to realize that or not, because they want to sell a book. They want to sell their speaking engagements. It's all marketing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so learn how to do it and learn how to cultivate those relationships and then with an open mind because you never know. Like you said, I'll tell you guys something. When I started all of this, the blogging and everything years ago, I was like, I just want to write. But the Lord took me down a completely different path. And one day my mentor said, you're not going to make any money by doing this, but you will if you do this. Mm. And it was a little subtle shift. And I thought about it for a long time. Like, I don't really want to market. But then I realized there's actually energy in it. It's actually fun once I figured out what my niche was to market. So always keeping keeping your mind open to the possibilities and paying attention to who God puts in your path and being wise, of course, about who you're going to follow and how many voices you're going to listen to. I try to tell my people and encourage them, like, don't follow all the Instagram gurus. Just listen to yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> Don't follow all the email marketing gurus. Listen to mm-hmm. one or two. You know, just mm-hmm. there's no way you can possibly process all of that. And you're going to get conflicting information that makes you doubt what you're doing. And when you doubt what you're doing, even if it might not be the exact very best thing, you undo everything. Like you're mm-hmm. just unsure about everything. I didn't put this together until you were just talking, but the gal who does all of my image, my graphic images for my blogs, I'm rebranding, as you know, and doing different colors and all of that. And so I had asked if she would be willing to come up with a new logo for me and color design and all of that. And she sent me some samples. So the second sample she sent me was stunning. 
and amazing. And I kept thinking, why am I so reserved about what she's just sent me? And here's what I figured out this morning. What she sent is so incredibly beautiful and professional that I was struggling with whether I see myself as that professional. Mm -hmm. And I just sent her a message back explaining that that has been part of my struggle. It has nothing to do with what she designed. It's stunning. I mean, when you see it, because I'm pretty sure that's what I'm going to land with, it's incredible. But that is not a mantle that I've held for very long in that way. I mean, I'm moving into it. It is fitting me a lot better than it used to. But that's what I was struggling with because I looked at that and I thought, wow, that is incredibly professional. Is that really me? Well, I am a professional person and I am a professional speaker and writer. And what she designed is a reflection of where I'm going. And so anyway, I didn't even realize until this morning that I was wrestling with that. We all wrestle with imposter syndrome early on when I started the podcast. I think it was episode four or six when you're struggling with imposter syndrome. It talks about those very things and how you don't really believe yourself and you don't really know if anyone else will believe you and you don't really know if you're worthy of that. It's all a process that you step into. But when you're following the leadership of what you believe God is leading you in, then it's not wrong to accept that God confidence and walk in that. Yeah, thank you. I was going to just say that as far as imposter syndrome, that sounds kind of funny. Even I joined earlier this year, I also joined a seamstress group online. And up until then, I didn't even realize it. But I had like, I've been sewing for people for 15 years. And I have people tell me all the time, like, that's amazing. And I still had imposter syndrome because I didn't go to fashion school. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, and they're like, so I finally feel like I'm starting to like charge what I'm worth. I'm like, feel like, oh, this is what, you know, because I think, right, it's a lie of the enemy, like to kind of make us feel defeated. And like, it's not something that we can offer the world. And yeah, it is is for sure. When I created my first high ticket offer, this, I had just come off of, Like I was coaching one-on-one and I had a course that was $47. And so to go and charge $4.97 for my first high ticket offer, I was really nervous and scared Mm -hmm. and like nobody's going to buy this. Mm -hmm. But because I had spent so much time growing my platform and sowing the seeds and sending the emails and working one-on-one with people. I mean, I had, I think I had 16 in that class, that very first class, because they were waiting for me to offer something like that. Yeah. Something, yeah. And I, but that's yeah. the one that I had made mm-hmm. tested three times. So then mm-hmm. I finally realized, you know, and, and it took my coach saying, you have no idea how much value you offer and how much expertise you already have. You just need to step into it. Mm. <laughs> it a lot of guts. And it still takes guts for me to launch. It really mm-hmm. does. 
And so, you know, just just knowing and realizing your value and what you're worth and and yeah. then deciding what you're going to, you know, put a price on it. So I, I finished I finished shooting my video today. So I have it ready to load into Teachable. I'm like, woohoo, it's like 40 minutes for the first class. And then I was going to have a free download and a transcript. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. It's awesome. So, yeah, I was like, I mean, so trust me, like I've been thinking about this for like four years. So the fact that I'm actually doing it is like... That's good. <laughs> yeah. So it this is class was probably the impetus you needed. Um, yeah, it, well, it was. So it's been a slow journey. Like I had people starting to ask me to teach in-person classes in the spring. And it was like this kind of like thing that just like kept punching me. (laughs) The Holy Spirit kept nudging you. And so (laughs) fine, like it was definitely this like, okay, I I either like have to do this or I have to do something else. Like there's no, like I have to turn my back on sewing and everything else and do something else. One suggestion I have for you, you might you might beta test this once it's alive, you might beta test it with a few of your clients or people that really love your your stuff so that you can um, get some testimonies on it and put those testimonies okay on your sales page and everywhere, you know. So however you want to go about it, just whatever okay. is the easiest way okay. to get somebody to go through that okay. for you. Sure. I can do that. Didn't you find it interesting that Naomi discredited her years of being a professional seamstress because she didn't go to fashion school, but she is good at her craft? What are you discrediting in your life? What experiences do you have under your belt that could help someone else? This is how to market, discover a need, and fill that need. So let me just wrap up some thoughts here to help you process this concept. Number one, allow yourself to dream. You have lots of possibilities, many of which are yet to be discovered. So open your mind and explore them. Number two, you are the expert at something. Own it. Don't give in to imposter syndrome. By the way, You can listen to one of my earliest episodes called Five Truths for Overcoming Imposter Syndrome, and I'll link that in the show notes. Number three, test drive your product and don't give up. Thomas Edison failed many times on the way to his successful inventions. In fact, he said, I have not failed 10,000 times. I've successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work shifts it into perspective, doesn't it? Marketing possibilities are endless in our age of technology. And I will readily admit to failing, I've had to fail at least 10,000 times just on the technology side of building websites and doing all of the technology things you have to do online. Is there a dream in your heart to fund your hobby? Don't discredit that dream. One way I can help you do this is in Authentic Online Marketing School. Doors open Black Friday where you can immediately reserve your spot for our eight-week class. It starts next year in 2023, in January. (laughs) But while you're waiting, you can receive our bonuses, one of which is our behind-the-scenes training, How to Discover Your Superpower Through Beta Testing. 
We're offering even more bonuses to get you started and ready for the class. So be sure to join our waitlist by clicking the URL in the show notes. You'll immediately receive our Reels Creation mini course to help you focus on the creation aspect according to your unique personality based on research we've done with our own mentorship. One of the things we capitalize on in all of our trainings is leveraging your own unique personality to market effectively. So if this sounds like what you've been looking for, check out Authentic Online Marketing School in the show notes and get on the wait list. Thanks for listening today. I hope you were encouraged to dream a little and take the next steps to monetization. Until next week, be sure to keep sharing your unique message your way in your own authentic voice.